Welcome to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions, our weekly e-commerce, digital marketing, and technology podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Surge. This week, we will talk about selecting the right partner or expert for Shopify or Magento. Now, there are a bunch of other platforms out there like Big Commerce, Volution, et cetera, et cetera, but we're going to specialize today on Shopify and Magento. I want to talk about Magento first. Mm -hmm. Magento 1 has an end of life, life approaching. I think it's June something, yeah. right? June of this year. And there are still thousands and thousands of people on Magento that do millions of dollars. Joe, why haven't these people migrated out of Magento 1 already? Well, I think because the majority of users on Magento are somewhat in the enterprise level of users, they've got so much functionality built into that back end. It's almost like a Frankenstein that they're afraid mm -hmm. that if they were to move, it would all fall apart. Yeah. So that it's fear, really, because of the size and the amount of things that they have integrated on their current platform that they just don't even know where to get started to move to another. Yeah, but this is not a cliff, right? Come June 2020, it's not like your website is going to break and it's not going to work anymore. However, why are we pushing people to get out of Magento 1, either upgrade to Magento 2, mm -hmm. if possible, yeah. or migrate to another platform like BigCommerce or Shopify? They're, why are we pushing them? They're no longer going to support it, right? Mm -hmm. They're going to cut off pretty much all support, all updates. Anything that, that they used to do to support that the original version is mm -hmm. done. Um, and that's, you're going to leave a company extremely vulnerable. Right. So on that if you platform. have a security patch, if you have a security update, mm -hmm. uh, that means that, you know, come, I don't know, July of 2020, you're not going to get that security update. No. So you'll be vulnerable in terms of getting your credit cards hacked, getting your site hacked. And if you have a bunch of add-ons or, or Magento extensions, mm -hmm. those will stop support as well. Correct? correct. Yeah. The developers who created those extensions are not going to go back and continuously update mm -hmm. those. Right. They're going to focus on the Magento 2. So that, that's, a, that's a huge reason why. Got it. Now, uh, there are some companies that are popping up that promise that level of support after Magento stops supporting. What do you say about those companies? I mean, how can they promise that, right? Uh, they're not Magento. Yeah. Right? They don't know the platform. They don't know all of I mean, of they the... might know the platform, but if I have 20 plugins from 20 different 20 developers, diff exactly. how can they support that? That was my same question. It's impossible. And in my opinion, Magento couldn't even do that good, good Magento job doesn't even want to do it. Exactly. So yeah. um, I would say that it's... it's I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's really close yeah, to it. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. I, I, I want to see that promise and I want to see that agreement. Yeah. Again, what we are suggesting is that you get out. Now, when you're looking for a partner or an expert, you want to look at a company. This is for Magento, who has done Magento installations before, migrations before, who can show legitimate businesses. You know, I see a lot of testimonials, but... If I'm talking to you and you have a $9 million annual revenue Magento site and I'm giving you a reference that does half a million dollars, it's not the same level. I got to give you somebody as an example that is at the same level that you are, right? Like at Optimum 7, we do web services, web APIs, e-commerce uh, integration for companies like Intel, Electrolux, Pearson, Dr. Pepper. So when we give examples, 
you know, if, if you're doing $10 million, I'm not going to give you Intel or P Pearson as, a, as an uh, example. example. Yeah. I mean, I might say it just to show off, to, <laughs> to show you that I'm a legitimate business, but I'm going to find somebody that I'm working with possibly around the same industry that you are in. And I'm going to say, look, here's a client mm -hmm. of ours that you should look at. And what you get to do is you get to look at the history. If I'm pitching content marketing, look at their organic visibility. If I'm pitching conversion optimization, I'm happy to share my screen and show you what we were able to do. If I'm pitching functionality, you better go to their website and look at a similar functionality mm -hmm. that we've done. So it's not really hard selecting an agency or a partner. And the other thing I would say is work with somebody, and this is my opinion, work with somebody that you have access to in the States because when you go international, a lot of issues start happening. If you go to Eastern, I mean, I personally like Eastern Europe. I personally like the people that work on this on, in the UK and, and Ireland. But when we start and nothing against uh, the Middle East or you know Asia part of things, but when we start communicating with those people, the time difference becomes a problem as well as the language barrier becomes a problem. And then add on top of that the business aspect of it so the, this is the most important part whomever you're working with on needs to understand the business side of e-commerce not just the technical side of e-commerce this is where we see the biggest problem or the biggest set of issues because if a programmer or a developer is doing a functionality or a future or if they are migrating something, if they don't understand the business applications of that migration, and if that doesn't go through a business analyst or a or a QA engineer, unfortunately, excuse the language, but it goes to shit. It's gotta be done the right way. Let's talk about Shopify. We love Shopify, a lot of apps. Uh, we don't like Shopify because there's less work for us because there are a lot of apps. <laughs> but we've been seeing all these issues. Joe, can you talk about that a little bit? So uh, again, the there's Shopify app store is almost like a, a blessing, but could also be a curse. And we've seen it in multiple instances where uh, someone will go and implement uh, an app that they found for, let's say, uh, advanced search and filter. And if they don't go through the instructions and actually configure it correctly, it can actually hurt your site, right? So what we saw was it wasn't configured correctly and it destroyed their SEO, right? They were pulling up the same URL and just having everything. So all of their categories essentially disappeared, right? And so there are tons of apps out there. You just need to be extremely careful on how it would affect the other aspects of your site and your business. Yeah, so that's the most important part. You see an app, $250 a month, you're like, beautiful, this does my job. You install the app and then you mess up your SEO. You create a bunch of technical issues with your SEO mm -hmm. in the background. And we've seen different apps really clash with each other multiple times because let's be honest, Shopify apps app store is like a, a candy shop. Even when I go to it, I love it. We run our own sites on Shopify. So um, this is where you look at a Shopify expert to really improve your internal structure of all your apps and how they communicate with each other, number one. And number two, from a conversion optimization standpoint, we see a lot of improvements on Shopify, especially on product pages mm -hmm. and on cart pages, right? Can yeah. you talk about that a little bit? So a lot of the benefits that the Shopify cart and uh, product pages and, and even checkout have, well, for one, on the product pages, you have the quick add to cart you have all of your call to actions above the fold. So you're really seeing increasing conversion rates with you know the Shopify platform. I'm not to say that other e-commerce platforms don't have 
things that are similar. Uh, but again, with Shopify, you're going to get these benefits out of the box and not necessarily need somebody to develop this for you. Yeah. But what happens is if you don't have the right product page set up, if you are doing B2C and B2B, you're not tracking your phone calls. Or if you look at your cart to checkout ratio and you see that a lot of people on your cart are going to a PayPal button. Like we, we had an example recently. We took off the PayPal button on the cart and the conversion shot up 11%. Mm -hmm. Just because people who clicked on the PayPal button and went to PayPal you know, you have the same option on the checkout. You could select PayPal in the checkout. Why would I show a PayPal button on yeah. the card if I have that in the checkout? Because yeah. card is not where people make the payment. No. Checkout is where they make the payment. Same thing with shipping estimate and coupon codes coupon and promo code. codes. I mean, the coupon codes kill conversions, and we've been saying this for years and nobody listens, yeah. right? Let them on a card page, don't display coupon display it on the checkout pages. And there are a ton of other improvements, but from a Shopify standpoint, when you're looking for an expert or when you're looking for a Shopify partner, look at the examples of what they've done and also make sure they understand the business side of e-commerce, which has to do with fulfillment, logistics, conversion optimization, and integrated marketing strategy. It's not about just SEO or paid search or Facebook. It has to be, this is all integrated now. You can't separate one from the other. If you're in Shopify or BigCommerce uh, or even Magento and you don't have shoppable Instagram like Zara or H&M does, you better get to it. I think the, there are some requirements in terms of how many Instagram followers you have, but there's a reason that big brands like Nike and a bunch of others are leaving Amazon because they're looking at it and they're like, you know, why are we going to pay 15% to 30% to Amazon? I can get this and keep this money because I already have a brand. I already have visibility. I don't need a marketplace like Amazon. And we see this being the norm. Mm -hmm. Is there anything we didn't cover? No, I think that's, that's it. it. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Optimum 7 Surge Sessions. Do you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like us to cover? or simply have a question about one of the topics we have previously covered, send us an email to info at optimum7.com or visit our website, www.optimum7.com.